0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite podcast, America's favorite podcast, the world's favorite podcast. It's Controlled Chaos, episode 29, 29. Zach Woolley, as always, joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Owen Kiska. How are we doing, Owen? Oh, we're we're doing pretty good. We are it's it's my favorite month of the year, Zach. It is March. Uh w- which can entail what, Owen? uh some madness i hear i hear there's some madness madness. around this time of the year there is some madness afoot and opening day day. oh i mean i mean that's what i'm hyped for i mean let's be doesn't get any better it doesn't we got spring training starting up i'm going to my first string training game today it's great Uh, i might shed a couple tears just kidding let's be real it's just exciting we have madness we have baseball two things we both know and love so without further ado let's kick it in starting with music And boy, do we have some news for you. We're in for a treat. Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars have come together to form a band, and their first single is dropping March 5th, and we are. We're excited. We're we're pumped. I am over the moon. The moon, I'm over the moon, I'm over Mars, I'm over Jupiter. And I could what not get it? more stupider. It is crazy. When was the
1: last time we got anything from either of these guys? Honestly, it's
0: been a minute. I mean, Anderson Pack has dropped a couple singles and stuff like that, but Bruno, I, I mean, like full length though. I mean, what have we got recently? Bruno's last album came out in two thousand and sixteen with 2016. Magic, and then Anderson, I want to say Oxnard came out. I want to say Ar- or no, it was, was, it a was Ventura. Uh,
1: I think it was Ventura. It was twenty? Yeah, twenty nineteen. Yeah,
0: it's been two years. Um, oh, I, I I don't know what to say besides thank you. I'm excited. Oh, I'm super excited. Um, this is uh, this is like such a treat for both of us. I mean, these are two guys yeah. that are good. I've been waiting a long time for Bruno Mars
1: to drop. And, and you know what? And you know what? This is Anderson packs chance too. I know we've been on the Anderson pack wave for a long time, but I saw a lot of people when this news was coming out, like solely excited for Bruno Mars and I just want to say that couldn't be any farther from where I am right now. I just want new Anderson Pac. Like, I'm I'm just happy that Anderson Pac could finally be getting some like radio, some radio time, some, some popular, you know, some popularity basically off of this. With with Bruno Mars's name attached to it. Obviously, you know, Bruno Mars being a huge name. And and I I'm just super excited to see where Anderson Pac goes from this. Cause I know a lot of people who like his music right now, but I think he could be bigger than what he is
0: right now well on his way to being in the mainstream which is what he deserves exactly. i mean this guy's beautiful sonically musically the the band the title of the band is silk sonic which is a dope name um i best believe i will be buying some silk sonic merch whenever that drops um but this is big because these are two guys with great voices these are two guys with great talents great personalities that are going to be you know Brushed into the, the main spotlight. Anderson pack monthly listeners at 6.44 million right now on Spotify, uh, compared to Bruno Mars, who has a nice 36 million monthly listeners, even though he hasn't dropped a song in five years. Yeah. So if you're not hype, what are you? Cause I know I'm pumped. Uh, this is great. This is going to be something that is, 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 could be the beginning. I mean, I think I saw a couple of tweets. It was like Bruno and Anderson know we have in summer this year. So they know we got They have to draw music. And I mean, honestly, this is going to that's the sound I think they're going to take with this. This is going to be like sad, deep Versace yeah. on the floor type beats. This is going to be fun music, stuff that's going to make you feel happy. Want to get exactly. you going outside and stuff like that. So I am beyond over the moon for that. Yeah,
1: for sure. But apart from apart from music coming out in future Releases Uh, I I do want to take some time with you Zach to talk about the releases We got this past week because there were some good ones.
0: Yeah, uh, J.I.D. your boy Jidathan.
1: Yeah with a with another black history month special uh, Titled ski obviously referencing Tuskegee uh, The uh, famous black community Uh, shot a music video for it as well. Very very good song Definitely check that out great message and on the same note, uh, No Name dropping another song that I guess you could call based. Uh, the, t- the song is titled Rainforest. Uh, just some just some political bars from both of them. You know, yeah. name, re- No Name obviously being very outspoken about um, certain political views. Uh, even got into a little spout with J. Cole earlier in the year or last year, I guess now with uh, that whole Snow on the Bluff release. They kind of went back and forth. But um no Name is super talented. I love her music. And uh, this song this song was no different. I enjoyed it quite a bit.
0: Mm-hmm. What is her name? You know, you don't know. It's no name. I,
1: she doesn't have one.
0: So that was good. Uh, the J.I.D. single was really good as well. We also had something from Freddie Gibbs, which, you know, we are never going to complain about new Freddie oh, Gibbs. no. Not at all. We got two different things from Freddie Gibbs, actually. We got
1: the single that was once again tied to Black History Month. It was on the same little, like, project, like, celebration of Black <laughs> History that the Brent Faiyaz song that we talked about last week was. But then we also... Got the deluxe version of Pinata, one of the greatest hip-hop albums of the 2010s. Gets a deluxe version. All of the instrumentals of the songs are on it. Uh, Certain remixes are on it. And uh, even some extra tracks that hadn't been on streaming services, such as one, Cocaine Parties. Mm. uh, Sampling No More Parties in LA. It's his own take on it. He raps over it for like five minutes. It is heat um definitely definitely if you don't check out any other song on this check that out because it is so fun to listen to uh he he doesn't he he honestly in my opinion is on pace with what kanye and kendrick did on their version of the song it's crazy
0: so we also had an album from our boy kevin gates big Gangsta himself (laughs) i will say i did listen to maybe two of the songs because i had to make a hype video for the game so i was like who else but kevin gates to go to so that dropped february 19th um first Solid song titled song. yes lord then we have big hitter <laughs> cartel swag big steppa then there's one song and excuse my language but it's just titled shit <laughs> the fifth song shit so huh. excuse my language excuse my french but someone's vibing out to shit from kevin kevin gates <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want to laugh, but like, really, I'm him. He's him. He's cut that way. Uh, so whatever you I mean, if you if you want to go down that hole, I mean, if we're being honest, I would recommend listening to Big Gangsta. That that was a song. I mean, I mean, uh, could you ever get a classic more better bars than Cocaina Slanga? A uh, hundred of them just started off. I mean, that's good stuff. Uh, it is. It's good for the It soul. doesn't get any better. Uh, so yeah, the uh, the, the, yeah. the the last song in the album is Fairy tale. So we go from shit to fairy tale all over 12 tracks, forty one minutes. I, I hope Anthony Fantano decides to do a review on this. That'd be great. I would love to see it. <laughs> I, I,
1: if I'm Kevin Gates, I'm kind of hoping the opposite honestly. Because I, I can't imagine a world where Anthony Fantano enjoys Kevin Gates' music. Can,
0: can you imagine he's just chilling one day? He's like, you know what? Yeah, I want to listen to Kevin Gates. He's oh, great. Man. And he just vibes to Kevin Gates. Like, can you imagine? I,
1: he probably does secretly, to be honest. But
0: yeah. Well, he's I mean, like, we're we're talking about it acting
1: like we don't do that.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, if you want the gods honest, I mean, if I need to get hype, I'm I'm going to Kevin Gates. I mean, yeah. big gangster before a baseball game is like it's a tradition unlike any other. Shout out the yeah. Masters. um so yeah i just want to throw that nugget in there we didn't have that on the script but i was like you know what i listen to kevin gates so we should talk about it why not so yeah i mean that's kind of the week we had in music uh i really it was busy didn't have too much time to do some digging but shout out nina cobham for and marlo the guys behind marlo both liked our tweet from last week's episode yeah good stuff to them that's awesome oh
1: one more one more drop we didn't talk about the, uh, another another Denzel Curry Kenny Beats unlocked one point five special uh, some Alchemist production over Cosmic uh, with a Joey Badass feature
0: and having a Joey was, Badass feature
1: probably, and Alchemist production
0: yeah I mean that that adds another dimension to those are track. both
1: recipes for success yeah,
0: it it adds another dimension to the song so that was uh, that was good you know, overall it was a eh, week in music <laughs> shout out Kevin Gates as always um, there's
1: one thing we haven't done yet.
0: What haven't we done? We're gonna
1: we're gonna need to do it before we move on to sports. We we, gonna, we need to we need to do some sort of a shameless plug.
0: Oh, that's right. And you know, since you mentioned it, Owen, let let plug it. Plug it now. Plug plug that hole. Alrighty. Uh so we have
1: this little thing we call Dot Chaos Radio. Ah. Um ah. Uh, and uh every week we update it with 30 new tracks: 15 from myself, 15 from Zach, and uh just something to get you through your week. You're driving to work, you're driving home from work, you got school, whatever. Uh, just just flip it on, put it on shuffle and uh get get put on to some new music from us. Yeah, why um, not why not? You can find it on Spotify or Apple Music. The link tree to that is in our Twitter bio and on our Twitter at controlled chaos pod controlled is C-N-T-R-L-D. Check that out. It
0: will update sometime this week. Uh be on the lookout. Yeah, keep keep get the binoculars out because you're gonna you don't want to miss it, and you might see some more country. I you know, we were talking about we like on the low listen to Kevin Gates. I've on the low been listening to a lot of country lately, and uh, it, I, I'm I'm not I'm not ashamed of it. I'm 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 sorry. It's it's just you know the way it is. Um, just it's baseball season and i don't know if there's like a direct correlation with country music and baseball or the fact that that's just oh, no, been, there is it's ingrained into me and owen's minds after four years of just <laughs> that's all we would listen to the a playlist baseball practice um, Some imagine dragons thrown in there yeah a little bit of uh happy and uh justin timberlake <laughs> song that came out our freshman year but he kept it on oh, the, pod, the the playlist for four years oh, yeah, that's great uh I, I'm telling you, you could play any one of the songs in our baseball podcast or baseball playlist, and we could probably sing it bar for bar, word for word. Just That's just how it is. Uh, so, yeah, country man. Uh, Luke Combs is great. I big fan of Luke Combs. Uh, I think just in general, he's he's just a good artist to listen to. He's got a really good voice. Um, John Party Heartache Medication. I mean, that's the one. Uh, there you go. He's drinking one. He's drinking two. He's got his heartache medication. Uh, it's great. Uh, so baseball. And that segues us into um, not baseball, but cricket. Owen, we're cricket yeah. fans. Big cricket fans. How about that? And how about that Indian national team, huh?
1: Man, I love them. Electric.
0: So they win. They, they destroyed it. Yeah, they yeah, destroyed yeah. it. England this time. Yeah. I mean, it they, wasn't close. They beat England by ten wickets. They win Test three. They were only down by 49, right? They only need to get 49 runs. They got those 49 runs before they even got out once. So then they just started piling on. Shout out Rohit
1: Sharma, man. He's so good. Got 66 runs for India in the first inning, almost half of them. And then, you know, he was their leadoff hitter in that second inning. Got 25 more before uh, the, the, you know, obviously they won. So they didn't have to keep playing, but uh, he's, he's just, he's just good.
0: Yeah, shout out cricketer Rohit Sharma. Um he's just a guy, nineteen eighty seven, born April thirtieth. Um he he he's been on the national side of India since two thousand seven. And he hasn't looked back. You know, he's, No, he's he really hasn't. He's just that guy. Um shout out shout out Rohit, shout out the entire Indian team, and congratulations for beating England. Good Ooh. big win in cricket. You know who isn't winning, Owen? Now, 12 times in a row, that would be the hometown Houston Rockets. They have hit rock bottom. They shot four from 45 from three. They are now third in the draft lottery after a absolutely crazy loss to the Memphis Grizzlies, 133 to 84.
1: Jeez. You know what? I love it. I love it, too. I personally love it. Everyone. Everyone's talking about Houston sports, blah, blah, blah. Shout out Ben DuBose. Um, No, I'm super excited that this is happening because we were not destined to go anywhere this season. There are so many teams so much better than us. If we can continue to lose and even have a 50 percent chance at having a top four pick with how the draft lottery is set up now, I will take it in a heartbeat. Because what we have right now is awful. Kevin Porter Jr. There are so many bright spots to look at. Kevin Porter Jr. Is amazing in the G League. He had a triple double the other day. He's leading that team in points, rebounds, and assists. He is great. Um, Victor Oladipo thankfully turned down the two-year extension that we offered him. Uh, so that's obviously, uh, you know, in my mind at least a good thing because that is not someone I want to keep on the team, at least with the way he's playing right now. And... Uh, yeah, like I said, we have at least a 50% chance right now. We're the third worst team in the NBA record-wise. We have a 50% chance, basically, of having a top four pick, which, because of pick protections and the, I believe, it was the Chris Paul trade, uh, it is a top four prote- protected first-round pick for us this year. So if it is in the top four, we get to keep it, which means Evan Mobley could be ours. Jalen Green could be ours. Cade Cunningham could be ours. You know the names.
0: Tank you know for the names. Cade. Fade for Cade. Man, uh, that- I'm so excited. Just think of a team with Cade Cunningham, Kevin Porter Jr., Christian Wood, and then we just, you know, say screw it and let's get John Collins in free agent. I mean, like, what?
1: And you, you, like, that's the thing. We'll have money if we don't resign Oladipo finally for the first time in so long because of the whole Harden contract, Chris Paul contract, Russell Westbrook contract. You name whatever big contract we had, we still have John Walls, and other than that, we have financial freedom, something that we have not had in forever. A long and I am time. super excited to see what we
0: do with it. Oh man. Uh, I am, I am excited. I mean, it, you, you, people look at this and they're like, oh, you know, they suck. They This is the worst. Calvin Murphy said it best. He said that this is the worst. The Rockets have played in 30 years of broadcasting for the Rockets. Yes. And okay. Yeah, that's tough. But at the same time, like think about the future, like,
1: I'm in it for the long
0: haul. Yeah, I mean, I I was in it for the long haul with the Astros. I'll be in it for the long haul with the Rockets because if if that means that we're going to build a foundation for a team that can win yeah. championships and multiple ones at that, I am all in. Yeah. Now, there's going to be dark years, and this is this is looking like it's one of them. But the fact I think it also helps because of COVID. I'm not, you know, kind. I'm like, I mean, we're we're both invested in the Rockets, but we're not going to Toyota Center. We're not going to any games. We could if we wanted to, but it's just not the yeah. same. So yeah. you know the fact that the red rowdies aren't there having a cheer on a team that's bad. The fact that, you know, we don't have, we're not having a, like, we don't have a rooting interest. We have a rooting interest, but we don't, we're not, we don't, we're not there, you know? Yeah. Like we're watching them from a, we're, we're
1: kind of, we're kind of separated. Yeah. We're yeah. separated from the team.
0: Yeah. So much has changed since the last time we've been to Toyota center. So much has changed yeah. since the last time the rockets were in the playoffs. Like it, it's, it's stupid. It's crazy. So, yeah. At, at some point you just got to look at the positives you know one of them of course is Kevin Porter Jr KJ Martin yeah. Mason Jones who while the team has been playing like dog Mason Jones has been a bright spot Jay Sean Tate He hit a 3-9 yeah i mean Tate, one of the man. one of the four that we we made <laughs> Jay Sean uh, Tate still still fighting giving 100% effort even when the team's down by 30 yeah, exactly. I mean it's that it's those that tenacity that grind that young vibe that I'm getting so yes once Christian Wood back Christian Wood gets back. Are the are the Rockets going to be competitive? Maybe, but hopefully not. Because yeah. you want to build a team around a, ga- a bunch of guys that are just going to be ballers and are going to go out there and hustle. And kind of hitting the inverse switch and flip-flopping from being so dominant on James Harden to spreading the wealth with other players is something that I would love exactly. to see the Rockets go down. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, yes, we, we definitely lost to the Grizzlies who aren't really that not the best team in the nba um, uh, it's it's john it's
1: the john moran show
0: yeah we almost basically. lost to them by uh 50 uh, yeah we, we almost got 50 yeah. It yeah it was
1: 49 it was 49
0: 49 so kept it under 50 the Grizzlies yeah. are at 500 and we're 11 and 21 well on our way to a top four pick hopefully so we're praying we're praying for luck we're praying that luck is on our side and it should be after what we've had to endure just I mean, in the past six months.
1: I'm just saying. The other day, I went to Tankathon.com and they have like a mock draft lottery where you can like do it yourself with the current odds. And the first time I did it, it gave the Rockets the first pick. So after that, I just exited out of the site and I was like, "Yep, we got the first pick."
0: So, so. we're going to do a Tankathon right now. I just pulled up the website. We're Let's one just for do one. a yeah. simulator, uh, sim lottery. Houston has the second pick in the draft. Sim so Lottery,
1: Houston has the third pick in the draft. I mean, We're I'm there. Happy. I'm happy. Uh, based on based on the stats, the, the the numbers we just put together that we just crunched, the Rockets have a 100% chance of having a top three pick.
0: So essentially- So book it. Cade Cunningham, welcome to- Oh, wow. You. In
1: mine, actually, it was the Hawks that got the first pick. They jumped up. but uh, Okay, this one. Houston this still perfect. got the third pick. We just
0: got the first pick in the draft, and we drafted Cade Cunningham, Boom. and I'm excited. okay that's one i mean any scientific experiment you need to have three so the second one we did not we got the six picks so that went to the thunder boom we didn't pick until the 18th and we picked jared butler out of baylor
1: three three out of five i just got i just got houston in the top four including one time that we were the first pick so i mean be be ready be prepared because as of right now uh as one of the three worst teams in the league the way that they actually have it is that those three teams all have equal weighted chance of the first pick so us Detroit and Minnesota right now all have a 14% chance of the first pick.
0: Yeah. Five Sims. Two of them gave the Rockets the first pick. So obviously that's Cade Cunningham. And if not, if we get the third pick, there's still Jalen Suggs oh man. out there. I mean Jalen
1: Suggs, Jalen Green, Evan Mobley, this Jonathan Kumingo. It's course. loaded. It is loaded. Um and we're we hit on that every week for the past couple of weeks. We're gonna keep hitting on it because we keep seeing it. Uh if if we manage to get a top four pick, we are in good shape.
0: This one's great. Honestly, this is the third one that I did was my favorite. We draft Jalen Suggs with the third pick in the draft and the 33rd pick in the draft. We get Josh Christopher out of Arizona State University. Gup himself. I would love to see that. I think he would be great on the Rockets. So uh, enough of our rockets fanboying uh that that's just how it is we're we're bad and we suck uh you know what else sucks the dunk contest roster so far uh obi Jeez. toppin uh, on on a now plus 500 team that is the new york knicks big Cap- obi
1: toppin fan
0: cash San- known uh, yeah o- okay. obi's on my fantasy team that i haven't updated since december so
1: yeah karis Levert's still in your starting lineup bro. yeah
0: karis Levert has been in my starting lineup before james harden got traded Uh, I don't even know what my record is, but you know what? We're going to we move. We move. Yeah. So uh, Obi Toppin, Cassius Stanley and Afroni Simmons. So um, why
1: can we just cancel all star weekend at this point? They're doing dunk con the dunk contest at halftime of the all star game. And the guys that they have, one of them is literally not even on an NBA team right now. Cassius Stanley is playing in the G League. Can we can we just just take the L move on? I would just say no all-star weekend, especially because like, as we're seeing right now, the Raptors, uh, how about, how about that? The Raptors were missing their head coach and five players the other day when they played the Rockets and the Rockets lost still Uh, the, the Raptors have now had to postpone their game against the bulls. So obviously COVID still running rampant in the NBA, Uh, whether we see it through positive tests or not, contact tracing is still going on every day. Games are being postponed every week. Uh, So I, I don't understand why they don't just take a week off. Quarantine everyone and try to start from
0: square one. I, I, I think that's the best course uh, course of action. Now, is that what they're going to do? No, because money. Yeah. Uh, All Star Weekend. So we'll see. Uh, you know, katie and LeBron, and who knows? I I, I don't know what to say. It, it it's not going to be the same. I like the Elam ending. They're I believe they're keeping the Elam ending, which is dope. I love the I love that. I love the Elam ending because yeah. um, it, it brings uh, it brings something to the game. It's great. Um, But are you going to see guys really go out there and ball? Who knows? Maybe the league convinces them, but we'll see.
1: And, and it's literally next weekend, too. That's the crazy thing. We're like talking about it like it's in the future. We will be talking about the results of it next week, uh, which is crazy because they haven't even announced the three-point roster yet. They still need a fourth guy for the dunk contest. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, are they doing the draft this year for the All-Star game? Do you know? Yeah, they are. They are when I, that hasn't happened yet. That'll either. probably be Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it'll be I on Wednesday. So. Okay. So, and, and like, I mean, why are we even doing it at this point? Uh, why? I, I don't get it. Yeah. March 4th. So, so Thursday
0: actually is when they're doing the draft. So, and then I I, I will say, though, Obi Toppin did in the NCAA, in, NCAA last year. He led the league in slam dunks. He led. Oh the yeah. NCAA he was, he was great. League. So he, he's a dunk guy. He's a big dunk fan um which is cool but other than but I mean that, in, like- in
1: what world are we getting the best product possible when the dunk contest is Anthony Simons Cassius Stanley and Obi Toppin when and guys like I mean how many can how many can we name just off the top of our head obviously LeBron we're okay. never going to see him in a dunk contest Zion obviously John Morant just just destroyed the Rockets he would be a better option than Anthony Simons in my opinion I, I mean, I mean it, the, the list goes on and on
0: I just out of the all, it should be out of the all stars that have been selected. I mean, can you imagine? Obviously, it's not going to happen, but like a Bron, yeah. Kate, like just because this is this is the year of COVID, nobody's going to be in the stands. So why don't we give them a treat on TV and we have LeBron, yeah. KD, all those guys. It'd be that, amazing. I mean, even in whatever, how, whatever year LeBron is, he still would probably win the dunk contest. Oh yeah, his his, his
1: eyes are still at the rim when he dunks. I mean his. He's he's still a super superhuman.
0: He's got that bounce. Yeah. But speaking of Obi Toppin and the Knicks, how about those Knicks, man? How about Coach Thibodeau?
1: They're scrappy. They win games. It's what they do. Great defense, honestly. Is what's doing it for them.
0: They're above five hundred. They're eighteen and seventeen. There were people partying outside of Madison Square Garden yesterday.
1: I saw that. That is insane. Whoa.
0: I'll be how about how about this?
1: The, the New York Knicks are allowing 104 points per game. That is the best in the National Basketball Association, and five points clear of any other team in the Western Conference or in the Eastern Conference. Sorry, mm. the Miami Heat are second at 109.3, and that's the other team that is on a hot streak right now. Yeah, as they have won six in a row. Six uh, in a row. Just beat the Jazz this past week too. Something that is. uh uh newsworthy when it happens at this point because the jazz are not losing
0: games the jazz are a good ball club and i love that i love that they don't have to worry about getting shelled by the rockets every year now that james harden is gone they now have an open path to getting an opportunity to yeah. possibly play the lakers in the western conference finals and i would oh love to God. see that series too. that'd be so fun um but i mean the know.
1: way what's the way it's set up right now they're the they're still the one i believe
0: Yes. I, yeah, the they're the
1: a one two. by three and a half games. The Lakers are the two, so we would get a Lakers Clippers Western Conference semifinals in that case, which signed me up for that as well.
0: Yeah. Imagine living and, in and, LA uh, for that. Uh,
1: actually, no. Sorry the the Suns and Clippers are tied for third right now, so we could end up getting a Lakers Suns Western Conference semifinals and Jazz Clippers, which I would argue is almost as good. I would love to see Kawhi and Paul George up against Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. That'd be a great defensive matchup, honestly uh but i mean western conference is wide open as is the eastern conference the knicks are the four seed right now at one game over 500 so you obviously think those 76ers nets and bucks teams who are three and a half games clear of anyone else uh should be one of the three teams that ends up in the nba finals from the eastern conference but who knows with a team like that in the knicks and a team like that in the heat especially if the heat make a move at the deadline they have money that they could or they have assets that they could trade away sorry uh, they, they are, I mean, it, it's it's anybody's conference still.
0: Yeah, definitely. If the season were to end today, guess who would be playing in the first round? Who's that? The Knicks and the Heat. And tell oh, me man. you wouldn't be hyped for that. I would
1: be so excited for that series.
0: Playoff basketball I mean, at Madison Square Garden?
1: I would take it. Even, even the 2-7 matchup if the season ended today. Brooklyn against Toronto. Toronto is a 7-seed is scary. That is not a 7-seed I would want to play in the first round
0: mm-hmm. at all. Mm-mm. No, I I think that, that, that that's what we're going to have to see in this second half schedule, that they're just going to be packing all these games in. So yeah. things are going to change quickly. But I, I, I love seeing the Knicks there and I love seeing Lou Dort with a game winner. Shout oh, out man. ASU Porks up. That Thunder team is fun to watch. I love SGA Lou Dort's building into a, a solid player. The torture chamber. Oh, hey, I mean, lockdown, lockdown. Yeah. He's insane. He's great. So that Thunder team. Obviously, probably not the the best in the league, but it's it's another fun team to watch. It's what the Rockets yeah. are going to be for a long time. They're going to get.
1: I hope so. You know. Did you see the did you see the jersey mix up they had too against the Hawks the other day the yeah, the Thunder were wearing orange jerseys Hawks wearing red they actually switched at halftime so they didn't have to worry about it the second
0: half yeah shout and out uh, to they all ended the, up winning that game as well shout out to all the colorblind people that didn't know what was <laughs> going on remember when Clueless. the NFL they de- they debuted their uh, color rush uniforms for the first time there was like neon jerseys and uh. I saw this thing on Twitter I think it was the Jets playing the Bills. And the Jets had like this knee, not neon green, but like a, a bright green. And the Bills had this like bright red. And to a colorblind person, it looked like it was the same team. So they couldn't tell <laughs> what team people were on. It was crazy. But, yeah, shout Jeez. out to the equipment manager and shout out to the NBA for the uh, uniform mix-ups. Love the to see The quick switch. Great. <laughs> Little half-game switcheroo. Yeah. Halftime switcheroo. Great. And then Luca also with a game winner from deep reminiscent of that pullback three that he had last year against i believe it was the clippers Yeah, yes the
1: clippers yeah so. i mean I, he's on my fantasy team he's he's electric he is if the mavericks were a better team he would be the mvp right now uh you can quote me on that uh but i mean uh, he's he's insane i i don't even know where to start with Luka Doncic because like i i know i saw harden showing him love uh earlier in the week Saying that the Mavericks have got a good one in him, and he is absolutely right. Uh Luka Doncic is averaging 28 and a half, nine assists, eight rebounds, uh, top ten in both points and assists, top 20 in rebounds in the league. Like that's that's insane. Uh it's it's basically Nikola Jokic's numbers, except the Mavericks aren't as good. Uh so he's not getting the the love he deserves. But I mean, he every night he's he's just electric.
0: Oh, he's electric factory. And like you said, if the Mavericks are a better, team, there were rumors that they were trying to trade uh, Christoph Porzingis that were quickly shot down. But, you know, if they were a better ball club, that team is doing doing damage. And I know going into the year, we thought that they were going to be something special. But, yeah. uh, you know, well, maybe some things change and, you know, seasons change. And obviously they're not the, the top of the crop right now when you have to deal with the. The Lakers and the Jazz and the Clippers and all those good yeah. teams. But overall, you know, they're fun to watch at times, especially when you have a guy like Lucas. So in the NBA next week, we have the All-Star Game, as we talked about, All-Star Weekend. Um, do you have I, we don't even know the team. So, yeah, I don't I, even, I, I, I'm just yeah. going to say Team LeBron's going to win. I, I don't care. You know, that, <laughs> there that's, you go. They're gonna have that uh, mentality.
1: Give me, give me a sleeper pick. Uh, Devin Booker All Star Game MVP.
0: Please, please <laughs> give this man some he love. He wasn't
1: even he wasn't even supposed to be on the All Star team. He's gonna go from not even being an All Star to just give him the MVP.
0: Can we give him some more love? I I, I don't understand it. I mean, he's three blocks away at Phoenix Suns Arena in lovely Phoenix, Arizona. But you know, the the, the amount of I was listening to the local Arizona Sports ninety eight seven. And they were just up in arms about how Book didn't get in it. They, by all me, I mean, he's having a good year. Like, where yeah. where is his love? So uh, I, I would love to see him pull off that um, thing. And then Kendall Jenner as well was at – this is a, actually a funny story. Uh, you might have saw it on ESPN. But a couple of Cronkite students were at a Phoenix Suns game. Kendall Jenner was in her own suite watching her – possible boyfriend devin booker and they allegedly allegedly so they got they got they said kendall can we take a picture with you she's like yeah but i'll take it on my phone so uh (laughs) they took a picture and kendall jenner airdropped the picture to them so that's (laughs) kind of dope uh that was on espn and sports center they did a lot of stuff a lot of coverage at cronkite shout out the cronkite school yeah lovely phoenix arizona so that's a cool story but yeah book book for all-star mvp book it please now uh send it in the words of drake what like i'm book um it's great <laughs> there you go it's awesome i mean that's, that's enough for me that's enough for me that's enough for me in the nba because we have a lot to talk about in college oh my basketball oh such a good we have a weekend how about baylor uh-uh. Oh man,
1: no! My was that COVID pause? They they eventually found their way into the losing column this week, losing to number seventeen Kansas, a team that UT beat earlier in the week. Uh, but Baylor actually came very very close to losing to at the time two and sixteen Iowa State. It was a one possession or one possession game in the final seconds. Baylor was able to pull out the victory. Uh, but y- yeah, uh, these COVID pauses are nothing nothing to shake a stick at because they, they can just kill a team. Uh, Baylor missed like three weeks. I want to say almost from, from just positive tests, contact tracing, whatever. Uh, and they're just now getting back. Obviously the conditioning is going to be tough to get back into shape. Uh, you're not getting as many shots up. And it showed because they, they were not in it really either of those games. Uh, and you, you definitely have to hope that they're back to normal. Cause I was talking about it with some friends earlier in the week. I mean, Baylor, had a good chance at being undefeated this entire season. I could have seen it happening where they went all the way through the tournament uh, and, and finished the year undefeated. And if they entered the tournament undefeated along with Gonzaga, I would have guessed that one of the teams that won the NCAA tournament would finish the season undefeated. I don't know if I can say that anymore because, you know, obviously Baylor has, uh, has cut those odds in half. Obviously Gonzaga, I think will still be undefeated going into the tournament. They don't have much competition, but other than Gonzaga, uh, there were hardly any teams in the top 25 this week that didn't lose. I know. Uh, Gonzaga, Michigan, the number three team, and then West Virginia, the number 10 team, were the only top 10 teams who didn't take losses. And uh, even even Ohio State and Illinois, the four and five, both losing to Michigan State, the same unranked team. That's insane. I mean, I it, the list went on and on. Oklahoma losing to Oklahoma State and Kansas State on the week. Uh, Kansas State, by the way, lost to a D2 school earlier in the year, Fort Hayes State. Shout out Fort Hayes. Yeah, shout out Fort Hayes. And uh, number eight, Villanova today lost to Butler. They shot two of 27 from three, took a page out of the Rockets playbook on that one. And uh, Iowa, another another just weird, weird team. Another weird team in the Big Ten especially. Uh, Loses to number three, Michigan, in a somewhat close game, and then today beat number four, Ohio State. So, uh, the Big Ten has a bunch of good teams is what I'm seeing. Uh, Ohio State, Illinois, Michigan, obviously all top five teams this week. Won't be all top five teams next week as Ohio State and Illinois both lost. But Iowa beats a top five team this week as well. I, they're, they're going to be the conference to beat, I would say, when the tournament comes around.
0: So you say they're the conference to beat. Uh, I I don't know. I You know, it's... It's just such a it's such a mixed bag right now. Like this is probably one of the most, you know, crazy years we've seen in college basketball. Just the amount of uh, not upsets, but the conferences are playing evenly. If that not evenly, but there's not there's not a like a a set across favorite outside no, of yeah. Gonzaga. Like yeah. once you get into your two, three, four, five, six seeds, I mean, there's 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 a lot of deep teams. That's why I think this could be a year where we see like a five seed, a seven. Seed, oh, I,
1: I could definitely see that. A I could hundred percent possibly. I mean, who, who is looking, I, we could even talk about, I didn't even bring up UT because they were only ranked 14th. They beat that Kansas team that beat Baylor uh, and lost to Texas tech for the second time this season. I don't think there's a single person uh, who, who watches college basketball right now. Who's looking at number 18, Texas tech, which would be a four or five seed in the NCAA tournament and saying, Oh yeah, they don't have a chance. Because Mac McClung is electric, and that team is long and fast, and they've got some just high flyers. They are fun to watch. Uh, so I, I honestly don't know. I, I say that the Big Ten is the conference to to beat or that I would put my money on, and that's just because I think they have strength in numbers. I think the top of the Big 12 is just as strong as the top of the Big Ten. Um I mean, Baylor, it's it's just do you want Baylor, West Virginia, UT, Kansas and Texas Tech, not to mention Oklahoma, or do you want Michigan, Ohio State, Illinois, Iowa? Uh, you could even throw Michigan State in there, possibly who's going to be. It looks like a bubble team. They might not even make the tournament, but if they do watch out because they have been winning games against teams they shouldn't be beating recently. And, and then you've even got teams deeper in, the, in, in both conferences. Oklahoma State in the Big 12. You've got Maryland in the Big 10 who beat Michigan State this week. Uh, you've got teams like Indiana who are, at the moment, I would say, are the outside looking in. But if they win a couple games to finish the season, they've got a big game against Purdue. They could find their way in. I mean, it's just it, it, like you said, it's really insane what, what's happening this week. Uh, 18 of the 25 teams in the top 25 lost this week. And uh, among all of the losses, 14 were to unranked teams, uh, including on Saturday alone, where eight different ranked teams lost. So it's it's just insane. It's, it's insane what's going on. And I honestly don't even feel like predicting anything. But I believe we may have our first automatic qualifiers next week and when we record, because I know the America East has conference tournament games going on right now. Uh, so, yeah, with Vermont, UMBC, one of those teams could be punching their ticket in the next week. It's crazy.
0: UMBC, man. Watch out for them. Uh, it, it's March. It's madness time. So it is. Um, I'm looking forward to a lot of the, I think the big 10 tournaments, I mean, the Pac-12 tournament, I I, I know Pac-12 has kind of been like eh, outside of USC, but I think when you're looking at competitiveness, this ASU team is getting back to full strength at, I, I couldn't be a better time. They, I mean, their only hope is to, you know, sleep and win the Pac-12 to get into the tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have a guy in Remy Martin who had a buzzer beater to win on senior night against Wazoo. Um, they swept Washington as they should dude. Washington is in sham the Huskies. I went, I was at those (laughs) games Tuesday and Thursday and I will say their head coach is pretty fed up. Um, not a big fan of his, his ball club, but uh, as a whole, you know, the Pac-12 is a very competitive, it's a conference of champions, which is such a cliche. I, they're not. I mean, let's be real. Um, but yeah. I, I wouldn't mind to see. You know, Jerry Palm just moved Baylor to the third overall seed behind Michigan now. Um, I, Bold. I, I I I don't know. Right now he has, uh, so one seeds he has gonzaga michigan baylor ohio state which i think you have to that, I, I like that but i think that's the right four yeah illinois at a two seed is debatable west virginia at a two seed is debatable i mean villanova's solid uh but i think like like i said there's a lot of like that 512 upset that we usually see that's i would not i i think that yeah, that's gonna happen there could be a 314 you know a 250 i think it's a very yeah. deep thing because yeah. if, if a team like arizona state like gets into the tournament as like a 14, 15, 11, 12, around that range seed, they can upset a team because they have the yeah. talent to.
1: That's a, I was going to say the exact same thing. If, I think this year could be the year of the the 10s and 11 seeds because like, like you said, usually once you get down to the 12 and 13s, that's when you start to get the mid-majors. And there are some great mid-majors this year. Watch out for Loyola Chicago. Watch out for Drake. I mean, those same teams that are winning a lot of games and aren't in one of your Power 5 conferences – But usually those like bubble teams right on the edge in the power five conferences, the Michigan States, the Maryland's, the Indiana's uh, teams like that, that are going to sneak in at those 10 and 11 spots, maybe even North Carolina. We haven't talked about them yet, but they came back from 16 down to beat Florida State this past week. Teams like that, they are not going to be fun to see in the first round, because I mean, I like like we're seeing at the middle of these conferences, like the six and 11 seeds, basically that you're seeing that are going to be playing each other are it's just you, you might as well flip a coin before the game starts. And I think this could be the year that we just see a ton of 10 seeds, a ton of 11 seeds, win games.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. And then this is also interesting is that the first four out this year, that's actually going to be a thing because due to COVID protocol, if a team has to drop out due to COVID issues, the team that is in the first four out would then take their place. Now, yeah. I don't know if that's unvarying rates, like hypothetically a two seed, like let's just say Illinois is a two seed. And they have a COVID outbreak and they can't play in the tournament. Well then, how are they gonna? Do you, you shift know, everyone up? I, I think you would have to shift everyone up and put Minnesota or because right now the first four out are Minnesota, Stanford, Richmond, and Michigan State. So I think in that case you bump that team to where you would have them in the bracket, and then because you're not just gonna put the Michigan State as a two seed, then the 15 seed beats them. Well that that's yeah. kind of that's kind of you know suboptimal. So. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think this is going to be really um, yeah. interesting. You know, shout out Banker's Life Fieldhouse. Uh, shout out the great state of Indiana for hosting. Shout the out tournament.
1: Assembly Hall. Give Assembly Hall the love it deserves because that is one of the best stadiums in college basketball uh, where a lot of history has been made. I believe that is where the last undefeated season took place in college basketball. Uh, in I, I want to say 1976. Uh, the, the Indiana Hoosiers. How about them,
0: How about them? How about them? So probably not
1: making the tournament this year. Honestly, they've lost too many games in the past couple weeks. But they're
0: they're in the last four in right now. Owen, are you excited? Yeah, play hey, maybe play in for the 11th seed against UConn. Oh man, get hype, get hype! I right. was
1: right. The last undefeated national champion was 1975, 1976. The Indiana Hoosiers. How about that? How about it? The four before that were all UCLA.
0: So. I, 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 I'm I, looking for, I mean, it's, it's, if, if anything's going to be madness on a higher extent, it's this right here. Cause it, it usually is, but it's going to be even crazier this year. Cause they're all going to be in the same state. They're all going to be relatively close to each other and like it's going to be crazy. So uh, shout out grand Canyon, who looks to get in as an automatic qualifier. They almost beat Arizona state earlier in the year. Uh, GCU, GCU gets, gets things going. They have fans in the stands right now. Uh, do they similar to a rave i mean
1: one of the best home court advantages
0: to be honest yeah Uh, it's private it's christian and it's affordable so i mean what more do you need to hear um so yeah gcu they they have fans in the stands they have because they have cutouts for every seat that's not taken up by a fan so it looks like it's a full house yeah it's crazy like before the game nuts (laughs) right they have their own dj that's like EDM spinning EDM tracks for their GCU man. I mean, they don't play around over there. Sign me up.
1: I mean, just kidding. I don't want to go there. Yeah, I
0: know. Go. Pass, pass on the Lopes. Another uh, GCU guy. Yeah. Uh, do you want to be in the Thunder Zone? Oh, and that's what they call their, their student section, the Thunder Zone. I
1: will, I will pass oh, this time. This time, maybe, maybe another day. A couple we'll years see.
0: from now, sign me up. Just kidding. Yeah. Why would I want to be there? Uh, but yeah, shout out GCU. Shout out to the 68 teams that are going to be making. The NCAA tournament. So that'll be good. A lot of good stuff we talked about there. In that Two segment. weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks fans. until we
1: have a bracket, man. Two weeks until it's we're bracketing it
0: up. We don't have to wait any more weeks for spring training. That started yesterday with the first games getting played on Sunday. And it's in full swing starting today. We have our our we have some storylines uh, if we want to. Uh, of course, we're gonna see a lot of guys getting some fresh air time, playtime, all that good stuff. And it's just good to see fans back in the stands that's what Absolutely. that's what it was for the bulk of the players in their interviews after the game is like it's just so crazy how much we missed fans whether it be 500 to 2500 mm-hmm. you know just being able to see people in the stands is 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 amazing it's good to see you know protocol wise is it the smartest thing to do we we don't know we don't know anymore and we're just going with it uh, as, as a collective unit and fans are in the stands i am Currently, as you listen to this, probably inhaling Angels baseball right now, which is something that I couldn't say last year and something that I couldn't say for a long time. And taking all my white socks. Yeah, your boys. Shout out Luis Robert. Those are my guys. uh, It's gonna be MVP. Oh, MVP Luis Robert. We we have we have some have some people that we know that (laughs) love that. I mean, I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Uh, Yeah, I'm here for it. Uh, You know, it's give
1: me give me the odds on that. I, I will take that.
0: Let, honestly, since we have time, why not? Let's look you up. You know what? MVP.
1: Luis Robert. Here we go. 2021 MLB AL MVP odds. Uh, Mike Trout is the favorite, plus 200. Uh, Luis Robert is actually not the best odds on the White Sox. Jose Abreu is a plus 2,500, as is Joan Moncada, as is Luis Robert. All 2,500. Hmm. Uh, Yasmani Grandal, plus 3,000. Wow. So you know what? At, out of the guys at the plus 2,500 level, if I were going to put money on any of them, I would probably pick Luis Robert, maybe Glaber. Uh, but, I mean, I say I say, send it.
0: This one has, has Mike Trout at 10 to 1 odds at plus 1,000. Uh, oh, wow. I would not mind to see that. Shohei, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll take that. Dark Horse for me, and this is very interesting, is Shohei Otani, and we can get into this. Oh, so, man. Um, Of course, last year, Otani saw his way back onto the mound and it was ugly. He only made like two or three starts. He started out good and then it was walk after walk after walk after it was bad. Okay, it was terrible. It was sad to see his velocity was down. It was clear something wasn't up. So we shut him down. The Angels shut him down. And now he's back. He's fixed his arm, whatever was going on. And he's getting on a better with a better rapport with manager Joe Madden. Uh, of course, disgraced uh, pitching coach Mickey Calloway, who we shouldn't have even named right there. He's not there. He is suspended. So, you know, Madden is handling a lot of the pitching duties and stuff like that. Uh, but Otani's been able to work it all the way up to 100 miles per hour with his fastball and bullpen sessions. And this is a guy that, when he puts it all together, It doesn't matter if he's a Cy Young Award winner, but the fact that you have him, if he can pitch with a sub 3.5 ERA, if he can give me like a 3.26 ERA season, give me 10 wins and still bat like 260, that's an MVP type season because he's doing it on both sides of the field.
1: Fair enough. So- I I mean, I I don't know. I I still don't see a world where Otani stays healthy as a pitcher all year, or at least where they- are willing to put him at pitcher all year uh, although with the amount of mediocrity on that Angels staff they might be forced to at some point but i mean i i don't think this year's the angels year i think otani even if he does put up good individual numbers it is going to be hard for him to win mvp uh one because the angels aren't going to be you know that crazy crazy good team and two because mike trout is still his teammate Uh, I think the Angels are going to have to wait at least one season because of one man whose contract expires after this year. And that is Albert Pujols, who is still saying he's going to decide on retirement after the season. I don't see a world where he doesn't retire after this year. Uh, And even if he doesn't say himself that he's retiring, I don't know how many teams would be willing to sign him again, uh, especially for nothing less than or nothing more than a minimum contract, because. Uh, his, his ability to run at this point is pretty much gone. Uh, you're either going to get a home run out of him or you're going to get an out. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know what to expect from him, but I, I don't think it's going to be anything great.
0: Uh, yeah. So Albert Fuhls, when he signed his contract with the angels all the way back in 2011, um, he also signed a 10 year deal for once he retires, the angels have his rights to be a coach for 10 years. Uh, a coach, special assistant, whatever, any role in the organization for 10 years. That's the angel. It's in the angels contract with him. So once he retires, he is an angel, no matter what, uh, unless he gets released from that side of his deal. Now um, there was his his wife, Deidre. She posted on Instagram saying that this was his last year. She then edited and deleted that um, on Instagram and then Albert came out and said that he's still waiting to decide. But you have to think it's 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 time for him to call it quits. Yeah. Um. He's already a first first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the greatest hitters of all time. Oh, not even close. Uh. You know that that peak that he had with the Cardinals was absolutely nuts. I I, I I words cannot describe how crazy that stretch was for him. Just watching him go day in and day out, he broke Brad Lidge. He's done so many things. I know there was a meme. Uh, from when he hit that home run off of Brad Lidge, people had said at the time that that ball still was going. Yeah. And the Mar the rover on Mars Perseverance landed a couple weeks ago, and they had a picture of uh, of a baseball photoshopped in with a photo from Perseverance. And then uh, the MLB account was like, "What? Who? What ball is this?" And then one of them was like, "It was a clip of Pujols' home run." So um overall i think it's been a great year for a great career for albert and yeah what better way to cap it off than like an al wild card advance to the ds hey keep dreaming buddy
1: but i mean yeah you look at his you look at his uh his hitting stats even we won't even get into his fielding which is pretty much non-existent and his running which is basically the worst in the league uh but i you know exit velocity of average to below average uh hard hit percentage only at 27 which is poor uh walk percentage is in the 16th percentile his strikeout percentage was all the way up in the 87th percentile so i mean he really doesn't have anything going for him at this point uh he's mostly just wasting money for the angels but you know what when you have a name like that and you have the opportunity to sign him to a long-term deal at the peak of his career why not do it and uh if it doesn't work, you know what? You, you get to live with the consequences until now and have a mediocre pitching staff
0: as a result. And that's why I, I, I seem to think that the Angels are going to be focusing on Otani as more of a pitcher now, because if you have him in that rotation, he is your ace immediately. Uh, yeah. Yes, you signed Alex. You got Alex Cobb and you, you signed Jose Quintana. And, you know, just, just a quick forewarning, Jake Odorizzi is still on the market. Uh, wink, wink, Billy, or not Billy Eppler, Perry Maniason. How dare I forget that? But um, Bert is, is, he will always be someone who's been near and dear to my heart. I mean, when the Angels signed him in the winter meetings, I think I was in fifth grade. My dad picked me up from school. I mean, this is before I had a phone. This is before I had any technology. Uh, my technology was MLB Network, but my, it was weird because my dad picked me up from school that day. Usually my mom picks me up from school. And my dad picked me up, little fifth grade Zach, and we're driving. And I think it was a Friday. And he, we're driving back to the house and he's like, we got Bert. And I'm like, what? And then my little fifth grade self was going nuts. I was so excited because it's Albert Pujols, you know, yeah. like at the time in 2011, 2012, this is a guy that was just dis- demolishing, guy that was winning World Series. This was the peak thing. And this is before this is Mike Trout rookie season. This isn't anything crazy. Like I'm still talking about Tori Hunter. I'm talking about Howie Kendrick, Eric Ibar. Jared Weaver, I mean Dan Heron. Oh man, I throw eighty-eight. Shout out Dan Heron. Uh but I, I you know the Angels might that, that might when we look back at the Albert pujols deal and then the floria deals that came after it, Josh Hamilton, CJ Wilson, they never yeah. panned out. And yeah. Justin that, Upton, that, still going on. Yeah, that that's the that's that's what you deal with when you go for veterans. I mean, sometimes they're, you know, the best and sometimes they're not. And you know, the angels have been consistently mediocre with the best player of best player in baseball. And one of the best hitters of all time, obviously yeah. not in his best years, but the fact that at a time like last year, like imagine a world where Pujols is in his prime and you have prime Pujols, prime Rendon and prime trout. Holy hell. Like that is crazy. Yeah. Um. But I digress. I can get down this rabbit hole for a long time. I'm excited to see what Bert will do in his last year. I think he'll walk mm-hmm. out similar to, uh, similar to that of Jeter in the fact that there's a lot of respect for this guy. He, oh, absolutely. he played the game the right way. He's good. He's big in the community. He's, he's a family man, a community man more than everything. So, yeah. Um, How close
1: do you think he gets to 100% in his first year on the ballot?
0: I think he – he. this is another guy that I think could be 100 percenter. Uh You think? Then again, there, there's a lot of great guys that didn't get with 100%. Like, that's
1: crazy yeah, I'm saying, to think about. Derek, Derek Jeter wasn't 100%.
0: But then again, Derek uh, Jeter's more of a polar, not polarizing guy, but yeah, know, I,
1: yeah, I understand that Mariano Rivera, obviously the only one unanimously. And then Jeter missed it by one.
0: The fact that junior didn't get in a hundred percent first time. Yeah. Crazy. Missed three. But if you're looking, I mean, Mariano was an all around good guy. If you think about, it, I mean, not, they were, these yeah. are all good guys, but Mariano. Rivera I don't, I don't think he's a hundred percent guy. Um, I, yeah, I don't think Bert is a 100% guy. Even,
1: even Hank Aaron. The, the man himself, uh, nine people did not vote for him on the first ballot.
0: Uh,
1: I'd like to personally meet those nine people and, and ask them what they were thinking at the time, what kind of hard drugs they were taking. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know if Pujols is better than some of these other names on here. Uh, but I mean, he, he's another one that we we know he's going to be a first balloter
0: mm-hmm.
1: if nothing else. I, definitely I think the first ballot,
0: the only reason Burt would continue to try to play. And I don't know what team would sign him to a contract was to get the 700 home runs. He's currently yeah. at 662. 700 is a big number. I mean, there, he's, he would need hundred home runs to beat or tie Barry yeah, bond. That's not happening. That's not happening. Um, it was, it he, took, could, he could do
1: it for the rest of his life. And I don't think he'd reach that.
0: So, and this is a guy as well, who we don't know when, I mean, this is uh, once again, pure speculation, but we don't know when his official birthday is. Um, so there, there's some speculation that this guy is actually four years older than he currently is. And for him to, if you, I I believe foolish baseball made a video about this. So shout out foolish baseball once again, but, uh, in his age 40 season, if you add four years, he would, he would be 44 years old. You know, he had a bad year, but it makes sense. He's still bad at 224 around the Mendoza line. Um, he's just consistently that dude. And I love Albert Pujols clubhouse
1: presence if nothing
0: else exactly so
1: teach the young guys
0: now and, and you know a situation where i could see him resigning. signing he's not going to any team besides the cardinals if it's not the angels yeah. so uh, if, if they implement the universal dh that is if and only if maybe maybe then he gets there maybe but <laughs> then again you know you have paul goldschmidt nolan arenado what more do you need yeah. so uh, we had our first games. There was a couple of really hard hit balls. We talked about uh, Lewis Brinson had one against the Astros who looked terrible, but you know, who's playing? So <laughs> it's the first day of spring training,
1: but yeah. shout, shout out. I just want to shout out that young Marlins core. Cause not only was it Brinson, all three of those of their, they're kind of like go-to guys in this young nucleus of guys, both uh, uh Bladé and Josh Chisholm in there too, both homered today. So all three of their guys homered. Shout out Derek Jeter again, mm-hmm. but um, I mean, Kim, Kim, I, I don't. Kim f- Aang, I think it's Kim. too early to give any se- season prediction. Yeah, shout out Kim Ang too. Uh, I think it's too early to give any season predictions. We're still a few weeks out from the season starting. Got to see what happens. Uh, but another thing, Jeff Mathis was on a starting lineup card today, and we uh, are for happy. The Phillies. So that's beautiful.
0: We are very happy for that. Yeah, I uh, yeah. shed a couple tears maybe. Um, Mathis, maybe time. maybe a couple Mathis yeah. time shout out angels shout out jeff mathis nothing else to say about it so um it, it's good to see baseball back it's the jeff mathises of the world it's the brandon belacs of the world that we're getting able to see and you know to you, as i am going to be attending this angels game you know who i want to see the most david fletcher david oh my gosh I, I i i don't know what i would do uh i you know i i've caught a ball from david fletcher i mean i, I i've done i i've had Experiences with David Fletcher. I I, yeah. I, I, love, I love the guy. I love the guy. Do you know?
1: Do you know? Nick Tannenluh, spring training legend, is actually with the Padres for spring training. So, oh wow! Could uh, you, you gotta imagine, imagine out him for that? as
0: like a, like a bench presence on the on oh Padres team? I don't know. Be electric. Do. I don't know what Be electric. Uh, a little bit of Nick Tantalou and a little bit of Jack Mayfield as an angel. You know, yeah. I actually might see Jack Mayfield play today. Oh, man. Like, that's crazy to think. That's, that's insane. insane. So, yeah, but these are the storylines. This is baseball. This is this is what we live for. And it, it, it's it's good to have it back. And it's good to have fans possibly back in the stands. Yeah. So it's good to see that. And it's good to see as well as we as we segue into the NFL. Uh, Duke Johnson and Nick Martin released from the Texans who were clearing up shop after uh, Russell Wilson or not Russell Wilson, uh, Deshaun Watson, wrong disgruntled quarterback. But Deshaun Watson uh, had a conversation with Texans head coach David Culley saying that he d- has no interest in playing for the Texans. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know what to say. I I, I don't I really don't at, at the time right yeah. now. Um, uh,
1: Deshaun Watson is the rock and the Texans are the hard place. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Texans fans are stuck in between them. So yes uh I, I don't i don't care that we lost duke johnson to be honest that's fine with me nick i don't Martin care that you
0: broke your elbow. it feel,
1: feels him like him. feels like nick martin's always injured yeah uh I, so i i honestly don't you
0: know yeah I, i'm numb to anything that's going on in the nfl right there's <laughs> way more to be honest stuff. like i i, I yeah. don't care yeah. um russell wilson released a list of four teams that he would like wouldn't mind being trading to even though he doesn't want to trade which is kind of weird, but whatever, yeah. uh, Cowboy saints, Raiders, bears, He's uh, just
1: kind of winking at him. Like, you know what? I, I know I have a no trade clause and I'm not saying I want to be traded, but like, let me make more decisions. Give me an offensive line or I wouldn't mind being traded to any of these teams. Wink, wink,
0: hint, hint, wink, wink. So, yeah. uh, we, if I know Pete Carroll, which I don't, but if I assume that I know <laughs> Pete Carroll, they're gonna do whatever it takes. To figure out. they figure something. They want that. They're, guy. they're not the Texans. Yeah, no, they are. They're actually sane to an extent. So yeah. Uh, on that note, I am once again numb to the pain and numb to the Texans and numb to anything that has to deal with football, except for the fact that J.J. Watt is now an Arizona Cardinal. Yes, we were gonna post this episode on Monday, but we were like, no. We have yeah. big news. We have we have we have news finally in the NFL. J.J. Watt is an Arizona Cardinal, and we're excited, Owen. Why is that?
1: I mean, I'm I'm certainly excited. I I love watching that team already. Uh, I enjoyed watching them last year, and uh it it completely makes sense to me. I mean, I feel like that defense is a step away. They've already got Chandler Jones, uh, Hassan Reddick, Pat Pete, Buddha Baker. Obviously, you know that defense is going to be nasty now. And then on offense, you've got Kyler DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, but, you know, J.J.'s got a lot of connections in Arizona. Uh, defensive coordinator Vance Joseph uh, was with the Texans for his first three seasons. You know, DeAndre Hopkins obviously there. Fun fact, Jonathan Joseph is on the Cardinals roster. So, Shout uh, out J.J. Quite a lot of old Texans connections to Arizona. And, uh, you know, the whole thing just made sense, I guess.
0: Yeah, most Uh J.J. had this to say about why he's excited to be in Arizona.
1: The longer I looked at it, the more it just... Signs kept pointing back down here. You know, there's there's a lot of exciting things about what's happening down here in Arizona. Um, I've always said in this league, you have to have a quarterback to have a chance. And there's a a young, extremely talented
0: quarterback here who can do big things and is going from year two to year three and can take an even bigger jump to continue to grow and progress and be even better. Giving a boat of confidence to Kyler Murray. I'm here because I believe in you. Uh, that's got to that's be something nice to hear if you're Kyler Murray. Uh, and oh, yeah. if you're if you're the Cardinals, you're you're ecstatic. You know, Chandler Jones was already a good, you know, mm-hmm. defensive end. And then now you have J.J. Watt. You're, you're you're loaded, essentially. Yeah. And, you know, the
1: two, you know, the two guys who lead the NFL in sacks since 2012. Who is it? Uh, it would be J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones. That's who. So,
0: so welcome. Welcome to it. And I think the reasoning behind this I, I that I see is J.J. doesn't have to be the number one guy here, if that makes sense. Exactly. Like. He, he doesn't have to carry the load of a, of a, of a yeah. less impressive defense. You have Buda Baker. You have Chandler Jones. You have these weapons on defense that you can use to your advantage and not have to carry the load and have to, you know, because J.J. Watt not having to be double teamed is going to be huge. Exactly. So, everyone,
1: everyone talked about his lack of productivity the past few seasons, but once Jadavian Clowney left, I mean, Whitney Merciless is constantly injured. He was basically our only pass rusher those last couple seasons. So obviously the – the the opposing offensive line, they can just put two guys on JJ and they don't have to worry about anybody else. So
0: So I mean, yeah, he's, I mean he's
1: certainly gonna be a threat here.
0: Oh, most definitely. And that that's the thing is not him not being I mean, you're not gonna double you, are you gonna double Chandler Jones, so it leaves JJ open. If, if you're if you're gonna double JJ, that leaves Chandler Jones open. So it creates a conundrum for offenses that I think is gonna be big for the Cardinals for establishing their defense and establishing themselves in what's gonna be a loaded NFC West. Absolutely. So back to your regularly scheduled programming. This is the reason why Controlled Chaos is coming out on a Wednesday. Because JJ Watt is an Arizona Cardinal. And because I'm, quite frankly, I'm a Cardinals fan now. Uh, shout out JJ. Shout out Hop. And shout out JJ. Uh, I went from Deshaun to Kyler. And, you know, I'm living it. Now, that's not to say that I'm not a Texans fan anymore. But until, until things change, I am not rooting for David Cully. I am a fan of Cliff. And his crew over in the Red Sea. Absolutely. Shout out to the FCS. though. shout out to North Dakota State losing for the first time since I saw 2017. That. Yeah.
1: The Bison and, and the FCS and the FCF Fan Controlled Football brought in another big name, Josh Gordon signing uh, with one of their teams, so along no, with Manziel. Same team
0: as Johnny Manzel. Same that? team. Oh wow. So that is going to be crazy. That's His, a nice little hookup. Yeah, that, that'll be a good little connection. So FCF, if you're into it, go for it. Hey. Uh, live on Twitch. Boom. So, yeah, and then the Bison, man, it, it, it's sad. Uh, Southern Illinois doing what they Jeez. need to do. It's
1: because they, they don't have a star quarterback anymore. They went from Carson Wentz to, to Trey Lance, two first-round picks in a row.
0: And then now they have, they were,
1: and, they, and I forgot in the middle of it, Easton stick, the man Easton himself,
0: Stick the man himself. Yes. Uh, their, their new quarterback is Zeb Noland. He went 13, 13 and 24 for 159 yards with a touchdown and an interception. And they lost to the Southern Illinois Salukis. Not great Go, from Zeb. Salukis.
1: Is uh is Zeb Noland going to be a an NFL quarterback one day? You think?
0: Possibly. I think he has to be. Possibly. He's a, he's
1: a quarterback for North Dakota State right now. I think he has to be at some point. And but, his um, name is Zeb.
0: That is probably yeah. like on a list of names that start with Z. Obviously Zach's going to be number one. Shout out my name. Uh, then you have okay. Zach. You have Zeke. You have uh, you have a lot of them. And then you have Zeb. But Zeb Zeb's probably I, I over under probably like on like number sixteen when it comes to
1: how old is this guy? See. This guy signed. He committed to Iowa State on December 21st, 2015. He he signed with Iowa State f- six years ago in the class of 2016, and he is just now becoming the quarterback of the North Dakota State Bison. That is crazy.
0: Patience. It's a I, virtue. It's a
1: virtue, yeah. For young Zeb. Get that. He's a
0: senior from Okanee County High School. I, I, I
1: just want to know how old this guy is.
0: Uh, like where
1: can i find that
0: yeah what what, how he's he's
1: gotta be like a brandon whedon age sort of. he graduated
0: from north dakota state in december 2019 with a degree in university studies you want to talk about a baller he's majoring in university studies he's majoring in
1: everything uh Uh, 23 years old that's 23 and and a half
0: and a half give him the half so he's on his way to 24 yeah and he's on his way to the nfl how about zev nolan how about him so give it up for Zeb. Give it up for Cam Williams and your UT baseball team on a five-game hitting streak. Tanner Witt with six shutout innings, and UT took three out of four against BYU. How about that?
1: Yeah, We uh, we lost three in a row to start the season against SEC teams, so it was good to get out there against a not-SEC team and take three out of four. Uh, but yeah, shout out Cam Williams. I believe he has four homers on the season already. He's on a five-game hitting streak. And uh, Tanner Witt, the boy, he's a freshman. Coming out of the bullpen, and uh, eleven strikeouts and six innings to start the season. But a bigger shout out, honestly, to uh, UT softball. They're eight and zero, top ten team in the country, and uh, at the moment they have a one point three seven team ERA. Fun fact: most of the players on this team live on the floor of my dorm. How about that? They could probably hear me right now if I if they were standing outside my door. Uh, So shout out to them. Shout out to Shannon Rhodes. She's got a seventeen hundred OPS. She's Uh, going nuclear. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Going, but uh, quickly. they're 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 very good. They've they're averaging, I want to say, close to eight and a half runs a game and allowing like one. Uh, so they they are quite good. They haven't played any crazy teams yet, although they did beat Mississippi State, a top 25 team. And uh, you know what? Uh, be on the lookout because UT softball is on the come up.
0: Good for them, and so is ASU softball and Maddie Hackbarth and the gals over at uh, Farrington stadium in lovely Tempe, Arizona. They're, they're a 13th ranked team. They're, they're, they're out there. They're in there like swimwear. They've only lost one game. They're, they're going out and having games. How about, uh, ASU baseball finished my second week of color commentating their games. It was, it was fun. It's been fun. Uh, the team's only lost two games. They are four and two. Um, They lost, of course, uh, on Friday to Hawaii and the Golden Warriors and head coach Mike Trapasso, who was also their pitching coach, which is very interesting. I find that really interesting. Uh, But the Rainbow Warriors solid club. Uh, ASU went out and took the Saturday day night doubleheader and they are now four and two the 15th ranked Devils, according to Perfect Game. So. Uh, we it's a team i think the big issue right now for asu baseball is cooper benson and what's wrong with him uh cooper benson uh, of course our friday night ace pitched only pitched one inning on the friday night loss uh we had christian bodlovich and graham osmond have to eat up seven and a third innings uh but benson still no word on what his his injury is and I think that's going to be something telling for a team that's going to be in ASU that relies on pitching so much. Yeah, they so, need him. Um, I
1: just want to give another shout-out to my boy Joe Lampy. He homer. He homered over the weekend, huh?
0: Back to – so in the second game of the doubleheader, which uh, I was working camera for, shout-out to stream team. But – Lampy at the nine hole is amazing, and then Drew Swift oh immediately after. They went back to back. Lampy from the left hand side, of course, just saw one on the inside corner and like, let's go. So Lampy with the home run, then Drew Swift with another home run, and it was crazy. And then I think the, the coolest thing was Hunter Haas, true freshman. This guy's our our age. He went out and had an inside the park home run that was the difference in the first half of that doubleheader. uh he, he was just a dog. Ran ran past the stop sign and found his way all the way home so uh this team's scrappy they're fun to watch college baseball's fun to watch because you see bunts and stuff like that Stuff that you really don't see on the mlb level anymore so yeah. uh seeing that is great and then just another shout out to florida state slugger elijah cabell hit one i, I 489 feet with an exit velocity of 114 miles per hour, my God, that went to dead center. They couldn't even track the ball. It was in the trees at Florida State. It was, uh, oh my gosh, that was a nuclear nuclear missile.
1: Um, yeah, give him an Astros uniform, please. Geez. until until we know Jordan is healthy, just let him take his spot. To uh, be honest, and then
0: MLB ran a thing. There has only been seven players since the Statcast era began in 2015 that have matched. His 489 feet and 114 mile per hour exit velocity. Ooh. That is Aaron Judge, Franchi Cordero, Joey Gallo, Franchi, John Carlos, Trevor Stand- Story. One, no, but Miguel oh. Sano is one. Okay. Um. Wow. So that that I mean, geez, 21 year old oh, junior. He's a draft prospect, and he has the best. And the college scouts have said that he is. The best raw power of any collegiate hitter in this year's draft class. He was drafted out of high school by the Brewers in the 14th round, but decided to go to Florida State to be a seminal. And we we got blessed. Pittsburgh ended up winning that game over 24 ranked Florida State, but Cabell gets the gets the nod because that that it, oh my gosh, it was it was a nuke. It was crazy. So college sports, love it. Basketball, baseball, softball. It's great. It's awesome. Yeah. Shout out Maddie Hackbarth and the ASU softball team.
1: Yeah. So I mean, i I think we I think we hit everything.
0: We I mean, hit everything. All's,
1: all's quiet across the pond for the most part, I would say.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, just one last I mean, thing. Uh, just a quick, you know, uh, uh, the, the, I guess the big biggest news story of the week was Tiger Woods, uh, one car accident uh, outside of L.A. in Rancho Palos Verdes. Uh, but he's doing okay. He's responsive. Uh, a lot of multiple leg injuries he has sustained. However, he is, he's doing fine. And I think a touching tribute, uh, this Sunday in the PGA tournament of choice, um, they all wore red in honor of tiger. And it it was just, it was, it was very touching to see. And even tiger talked about it as well. Yeah. So, um, i don't know man it, it, that, that was um, a scary thing to see It's one of those things where like a moment the moment flashes before your eyes because you know tiger woods is such a crazy figure and yeah and out of everything it's uh, it's just crazy to see it's crazy um, i guess
1: i i'll give one shout out across the pond too before we end it how about that oh why not uh, big up to the boys over at west ham because mm, they the have taken the four seat in the table They're ahead of Chelsea by a point, ahead of Liverpool by two points, ahead of Everton by five points, Everton having played two less games. So if Everton wins two uh, in a row, they're next two, then I guess you could technically put them up at that four spot as well. But West Ham has the spot right now.
0: Uh, So shout out
1: to the – shout out to the Hammers. The
0: Hammers, man. They're going nuts. And then another shout out to the boy Canelo uh, had a little – fight i I don't even want to call it that canelo's in his prime uh tko quickly quickly tko and he just he's just the he's just a dog and i don't know what else to say besides canelo is a dog and he has a fight coming up with billy joe saunders that would be funny i think think the funny thing after the fight was there was two jake paul fans that were in the ring for some reason canelo told them to get the f out and that was on the um they're the jake paul logan paul they're trying to take over boxing but i mean if you're looking at the the, the cream of the crop it's canelo alvarez they couldn't last a, a, a round with canelo i mean guy's crazy um yeah so he's got billy joe saunders in may he's looking to pick up more fights so he had a fight in january now he's. i'll gonna fight win. him owen kiska wants to fight canelo quickly
1: Sign me up. Sign him up. That's all I got to say. I did like realistically, how much money would it, would it take you to get in a ring with Canelo?
0: Hmm. If I get. If I get two million dollars, two million. That's oh, not, I was that's about not to
1: money. I was about to I was about to give you like a like a like a hundred K. Are you doing it? Hundred K. A hundred K. No, I'm
0: not. dude. No, There's no way.
1: I probably won't even pay for the medical bills to be honest. No,
0: like I would probably go 2 mil okay, minimum. Jeez. Uh yeah, no. I'm not I mean, he's making grown men look like babies out there. Okay, no, okay. So Canelo honestly about 1.5, nah, 1. 1.5 5, 1. 5 million. 1. I, I'd be fine with it. Now I'll Anth- one. Anthony Joshua no never oh man Tyson Fury <laughs> no never uh would you okay boxing I think I would do over the UFC like I would not want to go into a ring with Conor McCurray. yeah probably I, I think I agree with you I man. would not want to go into an I, octagon with Khabib like I would just because then kicking gets involved yeah yeah and then I just get kicked in the face and I'm down oh my god
1: no like I mean, I, I honestly feel like me and Tyson Fury would be friends. I would probably I would probably get in the ring and I would try to like the fight would start and I would probably try to dap up Tyson Fury to be honest, just see if he goes for it, and just be like, hey man, I you're you're bigger than me. Let's let's be real, and just see if he takes the bait for a little bit. Just like see if he'll do it like weekly, just like soft knockout on me. But like, I mean, r- realistically, I I don't think I'm getting in a ring with uh with him so um he's a dog though man he's a dog when he's he gets a dog into the ring, but i feel I, mean, when he, I feel like i'd be like cool with him
0: though yeah when he like before the Wilder, fight, he was like licking oh Wilder's own yeah. blood like that's yeah. that uh, uh-uh. hard pass hard pass
1: yeah just before it got to that point i would just try to become friends with him instead
0: you would try to exchange uh phone numbers and yeah, yeah. something like that like pen pals Yeah. Become buddies. Try to try to connect with him on LinkedIn or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Have a game fun. with him occasionally. Yeah. Play some Fortnite. Get get his gamer tag and play yeah. some play some Fortnite with Tyson Fury. I do it. I, I'd, I do it. I don't know. Andy Ruiz. I'd would love to. I I think I'd be boys with Andy Ruiz. I think <laughs> that that that'd be my boy. Like we'd be chill. Uh, but you know, I I think boxing is. I I think it's getting more and more not mainstream, but. It's starting to grow again. You have more stars, stuff like that, uh, Terrence Crawford, and all those guys. So you know, it, it's good. I I think it's it's a definitely a, a, a contact sport if there ever was one. But oh yes, uh, these combat sports are interesting to watch. Would it be me? No, but I like watching it. So why not? And we hope you enjoy listening to Controlled Chaos on a weekly basis. Good segue from me. Uh, it was a fun episode. Nice. Owen, oh, we are at around sixty-nine minutes. Can I get a collective nice? Nice. So uh, we appreciate you as always. Y'all are always welcome. This is a safe space uh, to listen to Controlled Chaos. Questions, comments, concerns. Let us know at CNTRLDChaosPod. That's Controlled Chaos Pod on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at Zack. Owen at owenkiska with two eyes. You know, next week, Owen, is a big week, you know. Why is that? Uh, In-person episode, sound the alarm. Yes, the alarm is sounding. There is a bell being played. Fire alarm of some sort just going absolutely nuclear right now. I'm adding that while I'm editing this (laughs) podcast. And it is amazing. It's crazy. In-person episode of Controlled Chaos. Uh, Zach is coming back. I'm talking about myself in the third person. Zach is coming back to Houston this week. So uh, be prepared for that. In-person episodes are always fun. A little bit of video content coming your way as well as always. And of course, Dot Chaos Radio. That's always here to stay. Make sure to be on the lookout for that dropping this week. So we thank you for tuning in. We wish you the bestest of weeks. And we will see you in person next Monday. Keep that same energy, you Peace. Adios. Let me tell you, I'm out here from a very far away place. Oh, my chance to be stuck. No way, stay stuck. Cocaine parties in LA. I'm joking, that's some cocaine parties in LA. Yeah. Cocaine parties in LA. Do my setup at some okay parties in LA.